Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome back in. It is a massive weekend uh, for endurance athletes and endurance athletics fans and a massive weekend too for our best performed just year after year. I can probably say decade after decade. Cameron Brown competing in his last New Zealand Ironman as a professional. It is my understanding he joins the show now. G'day Cameron. How are you? Very well. I can't believe like the big curtain is going to come down on your New Zealand Ironman career. It's like a second home for you. Yeah, it is. It is. It's always uh, great. It's a stunning day down here in Taupo, and uh, but yeah, even just I've just driven in, and um, man, there's you know there's a lot of trees down, and uh, it's, it's quite amazing to see the you know the devastation that. Uh, Cyclone Gabriel, you know, has hit um, even you know as far in as uh, as Taupo. Do you follow the same sort of build up to this is quite a pinnacle event I'd imagine for you do you do you have a tried and true method to build yourself up towards race day sort of a, a few weeks slash months out uh, oh you definitely it uh, hasn't changed much over those 25 years um, but uh, def- probably over the last couple of years it's uh, I can't do the intensity that I used to be able to do and you know as a, as a uh, athlete in your late 20s and early 30s you can recover very very fast when you when you're in your late 40s or you know as I am now 50 it's um, a bit more challenging and you do have to look after your, your body and, and make sure it is recovering so that intensity sort of uh, disappears a little bit and, and the, the uh, recovery in between those sessions is a little bit longer. So as you've as you've got older and done all of those miles is it is it? I'd imagine as a youngster, there's active recovery, and now it's a little bit more passive. It's actually just stop moving and heal. Is it a bit more like that as you get on in, in life? Uh, no, no, it's actually the opposite. Oh, great! <laughs> when, I, uh, when I was after after every Ironman, um, you know, I would always have a break and have three weeks off, four weeks off after, and you know, then build for the, the next following Ironman. And uh, you know, I was able to rebound very very quickly and get back into the training. But now. If I have a break, I um, I just get injured. So it's yeah, active recovery is so important, and uh, I have to just yeah, a few days later just keep keep going because um, otherwise my body just seizes up and uh, I risk getting injured. And I've had quite a few injuries over the last five years. That's for sure. I was lucky in my early part of my career, but uh, it's uh, very very important to just keep the body moving and um, keep it uh, keep it going because otherwise it'll just um, pack up on you. I asked the listeners uh, before we went to ads, Cam, if they had any questions for you, and they are coming in. So this one falls quite nicely what we're talking about at the moment. Can you please ask Cam if he's had any long-term leg joint issues and how he's managed them? Yeah, definitely my calves. Are, um, I probably had one Achilles injury, but uh, probably nearly every season now, um, you know, twice this year I've been uh, calf injury, so it's... It's just more, as I said, active recovery straight after I raced. I, I had a big break after um, I did a European season last year, and you know I just needed a break. I was, you know, uh, pretty worn out, and again, uh, probably didn't do enough strength work in the gym. So strength work as you age as well is super important, and 
just heaps of calf raises um, and just making those. I think we yeah we lose strength over um, as we get older as well. So um, I'll be in the gym again. I've had a, a, a good program in the gym uh, uh, over the last few months, and it's um, it made me injury free. So I'll be doing that again as uh, as soon as possible after after the weekend's race. And I know that you you put in <clears throat> out on the roads and in the water, but what about what you put in your mouth? How important is fueling this machine that's um, treated you pretty well over the last twenty five years? Uh, yeah, I'm probably uh, I, I like a bit of chocolate and uh, enjoy a, a bit of a bit of um, you know sort of uh, junk food occasionally. But yeah, it, it is a massive part. You know, it's the fourth discipline of uh, new um, Ironman racing. So if you, if you're not fueling the body all the time and um, and letting it you know, recover with good foods, then you're not going to last long. And being uh, you do push your your body to that red line, then you, you have to have um, you know, good nutrition in you. Otherwise. Uh, you get in, uh, sick, and um, and then it's time off and time away from training. So it is super important, and uh, just staying hydrated all the time. You know, when you're going out for five, six hour rides, and when it's you know getting close to thirty degrees, and you know you're going through sort of five to six um, bottles of fluid on those rides, and, and uh, it's it's before, it's during, and it's after. So it just never stops, really. Have Have you ever got sick of it, or maybe that's probably too harsh a way to put it? Have you ever entertained the thought of doing something else? Uh, oh, I, th- I think it's it's happened. I mean, I thought I was going to retire, you know, ten years ago when I was forty, <laughs> and I'm, I'm still doing it. But the, yeah, it's been creeping in my head more and more. And uh, I think, uh, you know, it, this is my 25th year um, racing Ironman New Zealand. It's, yeah, it's about time now that I, I start uh, easing back. And uh, I'll still, um, I've still got some bucket list races that I want to do. Some original Ironmans that were. Um, that I haven't done yet. So I'm in Australia, um, which was sort of one of the original five, and I'm in Canada in uh, August. Um, and then, um, yeah, I think I'll be hanging up my shoes, but hopefully uh, I'll be racing age group um, next year and, um, and and trying to uh, get back to Hawaii at some stage as an age grouper. What about, um, like, just your performances are incredibly inspirational what about passing on some of that knowledge to the youngsters my understanding is you go and do some talks to some some younger athletes uh when you can is that something that you want to get yourself a little bit more involved in yeah definitely i mean i picked up my first um part-time job this uh last year actually um at um st kennegan college Um, i'm the uh, head triathlon head coach there so uh uh, that's, that was term four last year and, and term one this year, so uh, it's just you know, six months of uh, trying to train them up for the, uh, the triathlon season, and their nationals are in um, Wanaka in, in, uh, at the end of March, so we're um, busy trying to get them as fit as possible, so uh, uh, three days a week uh, at the school there, so it's fantastic, we've got some great athletes, and, and uh, you know, the future's looking bright, and, um, I think uh, you have errors in the sport, and uh, I think Hayden um, Wild is, is is the one at the moment that's um, you know doing extremely well and and, and pushing that uh, his case uh, you know with you know, podiums at uh, the World Championships, Commonwealth Games, and Olympics. So he's um, a bright spark for the future and and one that uh, I think a lot of athletes will look up to. How much has your um, mental capacity to deal with um, I guess injuries, but fatigue and these incredibly long long races do you feel like you're probably as mentally strong as you as you've ever been because i guess every race you fill up the experience cup yeah you do i mean experience is a massive part of our sport you know knowing how hard to push and 
knowing your uh, strengths and weaknesses. Um, so, you know, you, you'll have an athlete that might be a great swimmer, but, you know, not so strong on the bike, or how much time do you give them on the bike if you... My strength was all my, always my running, and I was able to, you know, have a bit of a time gap if someone came off the bike in front of me but, and, and chased them down. But, you know, sometimes that doesn't work. Sometimes that athlete will, um, you know, just keep going and, and have a fantastic race, and that's happened here many, many times before. So, uh, but you do have to be mentally mentally strong, 100% ready to, to push your body because, um, you know, if you don't, then that that next person that's knocking on the podium door will be uh, trying to trying to get you off that podium. So it's super important to, you know, over the last couple of weeks, you get into taper mode, so you start freshening up and and uh, just not for the body, but for uh, mentally to, to really push it on um, Saturday to, to be 100% um, mentally. I often ask you people because you're so far removed from anything that I could do and I just I want to know what what's going through your mind when you're 100 k's into that 160 k ride are you are you ever like constructing like the shopping list that you need to do next week or where you're going to go on holiday or what the next car I want to buy is it or is it all about the event you're in and your pace and and how's my my um, calorie intake, my water intake. Do you, do you have moments on the ride where you, your mind can just drift? Oh, definitely, definitely. You know, 180 k's is a long way to ride a, a bike. Um, you know, just you know, as a professional cyclist, it's 180 k's a long way. But when you add in a 3.8 k swim and a 42 k run at the, the end, then uh, <laughs> yeah, it's it's even even longer day so you do have to um you know your, your mind does wander and, and there's certain people you know they'll say oh did you see me out there and you don't wave of course because you know you're trying to concentrate but yeah you, you see everything going on out there but um you know you're just fueling yourself every you know 15 20 minutes whether it be uh gels electrolytes um you know coke um you know bananas whatever and uh pacing looking at your wattage your speed um your cadence um so but yeah Eight and a half hours is a long time, so it does does wander a, a little bit out there. And and um, but yeah, every athlete has their own sort of uh, strength, strengths and weaknesses when they're out, out there. So you can get in people's uh, brains and 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 you know and make them suffer. Um, you know, there's a lot of that go that goes on, a lot of mind games. So uh, you have to be um, smart and, and know when your your uh, competitors are uh, you know taking the mickey out of you and, and you know might be. Uh, Want to push you rather than uh, when they should be trying to ease back as well. So yes, yeah, it's it's a long time to you know, and then I'm I'm finishing in you know sort of eight hours. There's people out there for 17 hours, so that's that's a cut off. So it is a massively long day for every athlete on that start line. That's that's something, and I'm pleased you brought that up because, and I'm not detracting from what you can do in eight hours. But I almost applaud as loud for the 17-hour ones because they've been redlining for 17 hours and you've been redlining for eight. And they deserve just as much as applause as you, I'd suggest. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's um, a different type of racing. You know, we're, we're trying to race as fast as we can where a lot of people out there that are fishing in that 15, 16-hour day, it's just a you know it is a long training day and, and it's done at a different pace but it still is a long time out there so it's a, a massive day and, and you know they probably have um you know probably more food than what we take on for, for our eight hours you know they've got to come try and get through a, nearly a whole day um of being you know swimming biking and running so mm. it's uh, yeah, I've uh, never been out there that long, but um, hopefully I'm never out there that long, <laughs> that's for sure. But uh, yeah, it, it, it is. Yeah, you know, there's and there's fantastic stories of 
what people have been through to get to that start line and, and some, sometimes that's more of a, a challenge than the actual race, you know, what they've overcome to, to get to that start line. Um, we've had another text message. I don't know if you've got a mate called Brett, but he has said the 70.3 Worlds in Taupo, December 2024. Is Brownie planning on absolutely destroying the 50 to 54 age group field? And let him know I'll be down supporting on Saturday. Good luck, mate, from Brett. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, not a few Bretts, but it's, um, yeah, it's uh, hopefully, hopefully it's the one I know. But um, yeah, yeah, there's, there's challenges like that. You know, I want to get back to Hawaii, uh, maybe in 2024 as well, and, and Taupo, um, you know, maybe as an age trooper as well for that race. So um, it's, uh, those, yeah, those are goals that I want to continue to have, and I can't train without a goal. So it's, it's extremely important to for me to um, you know have those long-term goals and short-term goals, and just keep uh, trying to push me you know, push my body to see what I'm capable of as, as I age so uh, that's you know that sort of excites me for the for the future and the last one I'll read you uh, before we head away uh, Cam someone's saying what's a 60 year old Cameron going to be doing still running <laughs> uh, yeah I don't know about running it's um, it gets uh, <laughs> every morning I wake up my uh, ankles get pretty stiff but yeah I love my biking I love my gravel riding and there's uh, a lot of um, gravel riding that I want to explore down the South Island, and so I'm sure you know I'll, I'll be um, hopefully still riding my bike, and you know, yeah, and hopefully still running trails because that's one thing I do love. You know, New Zealand has some incredible trails and trail networks and mountains that um, you know uh, I'd rather run up than walk up. So uh, yep, definitely some uh, some little goals even in training that I want to uh, pursue in the near future. Well, brilliant, Cameron Brown. What a career you've had and still having. Um, I'm not going to put the curtain down on it because you've still got things to do and tick off. Uh, you're an absolute testament to um, endurance, persistence and longevity um, to be applauded, Cam. And I wish you an enjoyable and rapid race at Ironman Taupo this weekend. Uh, thanks heaps for joining us. Go well. Appreciate it. Thanks very much. Cameron Brown there. Um, gosh, what he hasn't achieved, it's just simply incredible. 12 years, New Zealand Ironman champion. His last one is a professional triathlete this weekend. If you're in and around the region, go and have a look and stay beyond the winners as well and cheer those uh, those other ones on <clears throat> as they come across the finish line. And as you said, the, the backstories to these people and what they've had to achieve just to make the start line and then to get the finish line, very emotional. Very, very emotional. Well done, and we wish Cam Brown all the very best. We'll take new sport and weather now with Johnny Mack.